Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini. That's me. I'm a writer, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. This podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone. It's me, Deanna. Um, I'm making you a promise right now. I think if I make it to all of you, it will happen. Uh, Beginning the next podcast, we're going to go back to our usual introduction with my husband uh, giving the intro and having it be pre-recorded. I just like that so much better. It feels so much more natural for me. So anyway, today we are going to talk a little bit about Lent. It is the season of Lent, which is the 40 days before Easter. And one of the primary things that people do during Lent, especially those who are Catholic or other denominations who follow the liturgical seasons, is we spend some time during Lent doing something called uh, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And I'm going to talk a little bit about fasting today, not in the typical context that it normally occurs, but rather just in a slightly different way. Because, you know, when you're a kid, one of the things that's a big deal is the question always is, well, what are you giving up for Lent? What are you going to give up for Lent? And, you know, usually people would give up things like, you know, chocolate or, I don't know, soda. And then adults tend to give up things like coffee or alcohol. Um But it's not only about giving up things. And these are not just my thoughts. Um, God actually has brought that point to our attention, specifically in the book of Isaiah. And I'm going to refer now to Isaiah 58, um, verses 1 through 9, really the the second part of this. So Isaiah 58, verses 1 through 9, I'm going to just synthesize some of it. In the, in the first part of that passage, like one through five, um, it's God is calling the people to repentance. He wants them to be reminded that what they're doing is not what is right, um, and they need to fast. And so... They begin to fast, but what happens is, is rather than carrying out a fast that is pleasing to God, they are carrying out a fast that, as it says in the scriptures, ends in quarreling and fighting. And is and then God said, is that really the, the manner of fasting I wish? No, that's not the, the kind of fasting that God wants from us. And so then he goes on to say, This, rather, is the fasting that I wish, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the thongs of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and the homeless, clothing the naked when you see them, and not turning your back on your own. So when I thought about that, I thought, you know, this is the thing. So clearly, God wants us to think about what we're doing And that the fasting results in some positive action or activity on our part. And so what's the purpose of the fast? Is the purpose of the fast to just, you know, give up meat on Fridays, which we're also asked to do? 
Well, so if you give up meat, but you eat lobster, how is that a sacrifice? And then there are many people who don't eat meat anyway. And so what are they going to do? That's just a simple example, right? But really what God is telling us is that we need to do something. We need to serve. That's the fasting that he wants, a fasting that reaches out to our neighbor, a fasting that does good for others. And so in this time of fasting, consider your actions and how are you fasting? Are you fasting from gossip? Are you fasting from things that are harmful to you? And what do you do instead of those things? Do you pray? When you fast from meat, do you take the money that you would have spent on your dinner and give it to people who have less than you? Do you spend more time uh, with other people? Do you spend maybe more time in prayer? I know my husband and I, we try to go to Eucharistic adoration more during Lent. And it's a little tricky now with the pandemic going on because we don't have a lot of chapels open, but still something we, we try to do. Another thing is praying the Stations of the Cross, either by yourself or with other people, reading more scripture, just really focusing on your time and your energy and your effort and thinking about all of those things. Do they Are they making you better or are they making you crabby? So when you think about, it, for example, if people say, oh, I'm going to give up coffee for Lent. Well, all right, that is a huge sacrifice to yourself. But then does that turn into a punishment for those around you because you're not okay anymore? I mean, caffeine withdrawal is a real thing, right? Caffeine withdrawal is difficult and it makes you a little crabby. Uh, Ask me how I know. Um, So what are you doing? And then, so let's say, for example, you give up alcohol for Lent. Okay. So when you want when in a time where you normally would be having a cocktail or a glass of wine, do you tell everybody about it? Oh, I, I really wish I was having wine. I'm really miserable right now. That's not the fasting God is asking us to do. It's do what you do for God. It's not for other people. It's not to get accolades. It's not to call attention to yourself, but rather it's to rend your heart, to turn your heart toward God, to take you the needs that you normally satisfy in whatever way you satisfy them and ask God to satisfy them. So there's no point in making sacrifices and then, you know, ringing the bell, so to speak, and saying, hey, look at me, look what I'm doing, aren't I so great? That's not the point. God needs to see what you're doing and only God, not other people. Um, You know, sometimes people make a big deal about what they're doing for Lent. And I often wonder, why are we telling everyone what we're doing for Lent? Why are you making a big, why are you posting it on social media? Why why are you making a big production of it? Do, Do you want sympathy? Do you want attention? You know, it's, do what you do for God, not f- so other people can say, oh, wow, look at her, look at him, look at that. Isn't that so great? It's not about that. 
So think about what are the things that you can do in a positive way, efforts you can make. And it doesn't mean you should not give up something because I think ultimately a sacrifice of some sort teaches us that a little bit of suffering is not a bad thing, right? And it's not a bad thing. That little bit of suffering that we can take on that, that makes us want something um, is okay. It's not going to, it's not going to hurt us. And I think it's important to do, to turn instead to God. But then in addition to those small sacrifices is what, what can you do? Can you share your bread with the hungry? Can you shelter the oppressed, the homeless, clothe the naked? Because when we do those things, what Isaiah then says is this, is then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your wound shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. And then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help and he will say, here I am. Wouldn't that be an amazing way to start Easter? Knowing that our light is going to break forth, our wounds healed, we will be vindicated and we will have the glory of the Lord with us. And that whenever we cry for help, he's going to be right there with us saying, here I am. So if you could enter Lent into with that spirit and that attitude and that desire, I think then we have a much more spiritually fruitful Lent. And so my friends, I pray for you and for, I hope you pray for me that we all have a spiritually fruitful Lent. And so this week, um, whether or not you typically celebrate or enter into the Lenten season, think about two things as your not lukewarm challenge. The first thing is think about a small sacrifice you can make. And then the other thing is think about something positive that you can do so that when Easter comes, we truly do see our light breaking forth like the dawn, like it says in Isaiah 58. Have a wonderful week. I invite you as always to live not lukewarm. And if you have any comments, I would love to hear from them. If you have any reviews, I would love it for you to share them. And if you liked this podcast, be, be sure and tell your friends all about it. Thanks and have a great week. And I will see you again next week.